Hey guys, happy Saturday. Welcome to the end of the week. Today I started off the episode by playing an excerpt from a song that has a lot of meaning behind what's going on right now in the world and some movement that lots of people, not lots of people, like everyone should be aware of and have a voice in. I'm talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. I understand that it's the end of the week and I want to end the end of this week's podcast on a high and serious note. Now, I'm pretty active when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement. I can't really go to the protests because I'm not allowed to and just for my safety and health. But other than that, I try to be as active as I can by signing petitions, speaking out on what's going on, and now using this platform to talk about it. So let's talk about where and how this all started. 2020. Not a great year. I admit that, but it was about the end of May that George Floyd, a man in Minneapolis, was brutally killed by a police officer. A video was exposing a police officer kneeling on Floyd's neck, and that went viral after his death. The police officer, Derek Chauvin, had been charged with second-degree murder, raised from an initial charge of third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. And the case is still very delicate, which doesn't make sense because these people who stood there and watched the police officers should have done something when they saw that Floyd was dying, but they didn't. And that's what made a lot of people angry, including myself. Three other officers who were there, they have all been charged with aiding and abetting second-degree murder, and their cases are also to go on trial, and I think some of them have, but this really is just something that should be immediately done. Like, these officers should be immediately put into custody, no matter what. So, we had this George Floyd thing, and then... Well, these protests started about why. Why was police having the opportunity to do this to people of that race, especially when they should be someone who people shouldn't be afraid of and people who respect others and their citizens. They make an oath to serve and respect all human beings, all citizens that they serve with the same amount of respect and equality. I mean, from a young age, we've been taught that police officers you can go to whenever there's an issue. But after what happened with George Floyd, it's almost like they're the villains, which it kind of seems like they are. Other cases were brought to light in the midst of this. Breonna Taylor is a very common one. Elijah McClain. um, Just so many. And it seems that the race is very common, and that's where the Black Lives Matter movement started. So for those of you who still need some clarification, people who say Black Lives Matter do not mean that Black lives are the only lives that matter. It means that until Black lives are shown to have the same amount of equality, all lives do not matter the same. I'm talking about as a brown first generation 14 year old in America 
with two immigrant parents, I still get a lot of racist comments to this day. I still get the fact that because you're Indian, you should be doing this, or, oh, you're like, you smell like curry, or, oh, your hair is so dark. I still get those comments to this day, but I have found a way to brush those off or just get back at those people. But at the first thing, people shouldn't be saying that at all, no matter what. If you are someone who supports or has made fun of someone for their race, you are a racist person. You may not realize it, but you probably are. And if you've said a racial slurs to others or just between your friends, again, you're racist. So I'm just saying, like, people are going against these Black Lives Matter movements saying, oh, you're just saying all these other lives don't matter. No, there's something called white privilege, especially in America. In America, white privilege means getting away with almost anything, getting away with maybe hurting someone by saying, oh, I was high or, oh, I was just not in the right state of mind and they're maybe sent to rehab or have to pay a fine, whereas... Other cultures, especially the African-American race, they're hated against. They get, like, treated unfairly, physically abused. So, definitely that part is just such a big trigger. Now, our generation is definitely a generation of change, which makes me so proud because I know that we can, as a whole, we have made a lot of change. You think petitions may not help, but actually there's something that can really affect the decisions made in court against these police officers. Now, from my perspective, speaking, I believe that no matter what, a police officer is still a human being that murdered another human being. It doesn't matter what color they wear, what badge they wear they still murdered another human being when they were not supposed to. That definitely needs the punishment to go to jail. And not for a few time. There shouldn't be any GoFundMe to bail them out. They need to go to jail. Now, these Black Lives Matter protests happened all around the world. I'm not talking America. I'm talking Canada, uh, London, Europe, like it struck people to realize what was going on because this was in hiding for a long time. I mean, I was looking at a timeline the other day and I noticed that in, I think, 2014, there was a big movement about uh, killing from the result of a police. And in that year, Eric Garner died in New York City after a policeman put him down in a chokehold while arresting him. Then in August of 2014, a teenager, Michael Brown, was killed by a gunshot from a police officer. And that police officer still has not been charged, which is crazy because, come on, he killed him. That is not suicide by cop. That is literally killed by cop. So... There have been peaceful protests and riots over the years, but it seems like nothing has changed. From my point of view, I feel like what's happening is as much as we as a generation, as teenagers, 
can do. We are doing petitions. We are speaking out on it. We are making sure that people know what is going on. But it seems like the people who have the big platforms and actually have the opportunity to speak out on this still don't. Let's talk about the fact that a lot of celebrities have gone into hiding once this Black Lives Matter movement started. From their past, a lot of things have been shown where they have been racist or have said slurs that they were not supposed to. And instead of speaking out on them, realizing their mistakes, acknowledging and apologizing at the least for them, they have not done that. A lot of them have not donated money or anything. I realize a lot of celebrities, though, have quietly funded these Black Lives Matter movement so that we can help out in the world. But the other celebrities who still say that this is just going to fade away or this is just a moment of a phase or something, it's not. And that's what really is a trigger, that people do not take this seriously. Okay, back to the timeline. We go to 2015. This year saw black people killed by police officers in the USA a lot. And it really highlighted the injustices faced by black women and black transgender women. At the end of 2015, 21 transgender people had been killed that year in the USA. And that was a record number. And 13 of those victims were black. In 2016, we saw more Black Lives Matter organizations, more protests against police brutality, and LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony in July 2016 of an award ceremony said, enough is enough. And then in August, Colin Kaepernick, a football player with the NBA, not NBA, sorry, NFL, knelt during the anthem of a game. That struck so much hate against him. And now people are like, he was fighting for a cause that's been going on for years. This police brutality and this against black people, all of this has been going on for years. He took the initiative to kneel down during a game, was fired from it, and anyone else in the league who had done that would have been fired too. He did not get hired for the next four years, basically, The guy lost any job he possibly could have gotten. In 2017, Black History Month was celebrated in February and it was put in the UK as a first art exhibition and a bunch of white supreme racists, they went and they completely vandalized it. As per my knowledge, still some of them have not been arrested, which is crazy. Come on, like, that is just vandalizing, hate crime. That is so many charges right there. But they're having that white privilege that doesn't make them guilty of anything when they should be. At one London protest, one of this this actor, John Boyega, He said something that really stuck out to me. He said, Today is about innocent people who are halfway through their process. We don't know what George Floyd could have achieved. We don't know what Sandra Bland could have achieved. But today we're going to make sure that won't be an alien thought to our young ones. 
that struck out to me because he I think he's about um a big actor in Star Wars or something but he spoke out saying that this has gotten many controversies over the years but it's time that we teach our younger ones like the next generation that the world is not what it seems being a police officer means that you are part of a group of people who wear blue and use that to hurt other citizens and that is exactly what we keep talking about when it comes to black lives matter it doesn't matter what name or title you have you cannot hurt another person based off their race or anything now i just went over some basic stuff over black lives matter and i'm gonna say there are lots of resources out there if you want to find out more there's more petitions you could sign but this topic is just so sensitive and it has to be something that people need to start taking more seriously the fact that people still think it's a joke is astonishing to me i mean people are going during quarantine during the covid out there wearing masks and just trying to fight for the equality of human beings they're not trying to fight for like oh we want more this or that they just want equality like is that so hard to believe that people are fighting for the same human rights that we should be getting uh for my honors global project this year my speech was supposed to be on human equality and while i was reading and researching this topic i realized that so many people across the world groups of races are just hated against and treated so badly that it's their new normal i mean at my school i have definitely seen it i have been one of those victims and i'm not going to say that white people haven't felt this too i mean people have been racist to white people but white privilege is a real thing and there's no such thing as black privilege or brown priv- privilege or any other race that has that title of privilege because it's always been you live in America the white people grew here the white people they built this entire country when we don't realize that native americans they were the people who first built our country i mean everyone knows this we read this in our history books and people still say oh why don't you just go back to your tribe why don't you just go and have some like feathers around your head and dance. I hear that at school. And that makes me so mad because I'm like can't you just give respect? My parents are immigrants, meaning I'm the first generation. They never lived here. They did not grow up here. And I may be technically born in America, but my culture and my race is Indian. still i hear people ask do you speak indian when they very well know that that is something they should not be saying they know that we do not like it they make indian accents which they make fun of they say those in classes i even heard a teacher do that once and that frustrated me so much that someone with that level of authority and respect in a community can do that So 
it's really the fact that people use their privilege as what they have or get to do things that they're not supposed to do, and they get away with it. Now, following the killing of Floyd, protests erupted in 140 cities within the first week. The police actually used tear gas, tear gas and non-lethal like projectiles on these peaceful gatherings and things to like hurt the people who were just fighting for equality. I get the people who are looting, the police should have stopped them. But just the people who are silent protesting or anything, leave them to it and listen. That's the biggest problem with our country not listening. What about these government officials who have been so racist in the past? Can't they just listen and see what they're doing? I mean, I think just in my county, there have been so many protests and people have stayed safe. Like, they have been notified to wear masks to make sure that they can be protected from tear gas. It's just so crazy to think this still happens. Um, we'll talk about Breonna Taylor, another black person who was 26 years old, and she was killed by white police, um, a month, a few months earlier than George Floyd. She was, I believe, at her home when a couple of police barged into her house and shot her. I think she worked at a hospital. She was like a successful, thriving, non-violent human being who was killed in a way of such horror and things that someone who is of a respectful community should not be feeling like that. She is an essential worker who should not have been a victim of police brutality. Then, May 28th, the National Guard was deployed to Minneapolis and the Minnesota governor made sure that the um, people did not affect him or anyone. And they brought the National Guard to protect himself. But he didn't realize that his citizens were being unprotected. They were getting hit by tear gas, being hit with objects, just so they would stop protesting, protesting for equality. Um, I think May 28th, that week, a bunch of protests uh, made a police precinct in Minneapolis and a building near it set on fire because Floyd's police officers were not charged. And then May 29th, Derek Chauvin was charged and more protests were raged because they were like glorifying violence. Our own president was doing that. He said military was supposed to use force against these people. And that's just so, so cruel. Why would he bring in like military to go and hurt these citizens? So I might be just rambling on and on the same things. But what I'm trying to say is the privilege that people have in our country with the authority or the badge or the color of their skin has affected different races for too long. And I feel strongly about this Black Lives Matter and think that celebrities and people with a higher platform should start realizing what's going on in their own world and start speaking up about it. Because as a generation, we can only do so much. 
to be able to get some change in there, we're going to need some help. And if we don't get that help, then these protests are going to go on for decades more. I mean, how many more generations will have to fight for the Black Lives Matter movement to actually matter? For all lives to actually get the same amount of equality? So if you know any source where you can go and help out, reach out to people with a higher platform, please do so because these people can actually help us out in making a difference and showing our government that they have been doing this for a long time and they need to start opening their eyes and doing something about it. So thank you so much for listening to today's rant. This week I talked about two important topics and if you want to go and please listen back to those, I would greatly appreciate it. Feel free to give me any recommendations, feedback on anything. And tune in next week for my next podcast. I won't release the new topics now, but if you have any topics that you feel I should talk about, then please send them to me. Bye!